If you're someone who has a passion for cut flowers, our environment, and wants to make the world more beautiful, you're in the right place. Whether you're growing flowers for pleasure or profit, I'm on a mission to empower flower enthusiasts and professionals to help change the world around them. Whether you're just starting out and need a helping hand, or are looking to scale a substantial flower business, I'm your cut flower woman. Welcome to the Cut Flower Podcast. Hello, hello, and thank you for coming over to our podcast today. Now, today is something for a little bit different and certainly out of my comfort zone, which is why I'm trying it. So this month, it's been lots of solace episodes, and we'll be back to guests next month, a mixture of both. But I thought today I'd do something completely different and certainly, like I say, not my norm. It's all about manifestation. And every time I hear that word, which is branded around quite a lot at the moment, I tend to shriek back and think, oh, manifestation means woo. So what does manifestation actually mean? It's a public display of emotional feeling or something theoretical made real. Hmm. Manifestation's origins are in religion and spirituality, because if something spiritual becomes real, it's said to be a manifestation. The word usage has spread to include all aspects of life. I think it's a word that's really, really overused. I am definitely the least woo person you would ever meet. I'm much more goal setting, pragmatic. What do I want to achieve? I do lots of notes. But I have changed a little bit and thought I wanted to share it. So Roxy Nafusi is somebody I've followed for a while, followed her on Instagram. And I got her first book in the middle of last year. I call it the orange book because it's very orange. So if you can get hold of it on Amazon, Roxy Nafusi, well worth a read. She brought out another one later on, which was called Manifest Dive Deeper. And that's great, too. So I did enjoy both books. And then when I was in hospital in November, I met a radiologist and I also met a physiotherapist who really had followed Roxy Nafusi's book and were really, really interesting people. So for me, the, book, the books are more about goal setting, and I highly recommend that you get hold of them. I also took it a step further, and I went to see Roxy at Alexandra Palace a few weeks ago. It was a Christmas present from one of my daughters, and I'm so glad I went. There were a thousand people there at Alexandra Palace, all waiting to listen to Roxy. One thing I will say is she's completely open, she swears a lot, which I found quite hard in the beginning, but she's truly, truly inspiring. She has seven very simple steps to manifestation. So let's go through these, and I hope I inspire you to get hold of the book and follow her on your journey. So step one, be clear in your vision. Now, quite often when I look back at corporate life, we created vision boards. So we got lots of magazines and we cut lots of pictures out and we stuck them on boards and they look really pretty and then we put them away. And we kind of can remember what the theme of them was, but not actually everything. So the question I have for you today is that you truly cannot get to where you want to be if you don't know where you're heading. So the question is, where are you heading? So the vision board really for me in the old days is a mood board has no numbers, no specifics, not what you actually want. So I want to ask the biggest question is what do you want to become? Who do you want to be? What do you want to feel like? 
So I want you to start a vision. And I don't want to call it a vision board because that creates images. Although, of course, you can put images in if that helps if you are creative and a visionary person and needs images. But the biggest thing you need to do is put numbers aside and dates. So split it into love and relationships, career and work, home and day to day and leisure and experiences. What do you want in each of those different areas of your life? Then in the old days, not too long ago, they tell you that a vision board should become your screensaver or have it on your desk or refer to every day. Well, Roxy doesn't believe this. Roxy believes that you should just put it away and bring it out every so often. This vision is your vision and no one else's. It's your place to be safe and think really big. You don't need to have someone else's opinion. You don't need someone else to jump in and say, oh, that sounds a bit high. You need it to be your vision and you need to think big. And I think in that safe, comfortable space, you're quite happy to do that. So that's step number one. Create your vision. Know where you're going. Step number two, remove any fear and doubt. We don't manifest from our conscious thoughts. We manifest from our subconscious thoughts. We need to feel worthy. We need to feel that it belongs to us and that it's ours and that we deserve it. We have this inner critic in us that's formed somewhere in our journey. And I think if we listen to our inner critic, we would know where it came from. It's all about what happens if and am I good enough to? More often than not, it comes from childhood. Go back and think about any time in your childhood where something happened and someone said something or some you had a reaction to something and how that made you feel. To break these, we need to be aware of them and make a mental note of them so that every time they pop up, we write them down and we see how often that inner critic pops up for us. Mine was, you needed to work really hard to earn money. Work harder and you'll earn more. My parents were working class, hard workers. In fact, they needed to work. In fact, you know, I believed you needed to work hard, hard, really hard, every hour you possibly could to make money. In truth, that's not the case. You need time not to work. You need time to be smarter and not work harder. Another one is a classic that comes up in lots of my in my business membership, the Growth Club. Who has money mindsets here? Something about we don't deserve it. We've got a ceiling on what we can earn. It's a subject we don't talk about openly. We have visions of money doesn't grow on trees, and you deserve, don't deserve it. So it tends people tend to reach a ceiling of their earnings based again on their inner critic. All I would say, and Roxy says the same thing. The past does not dictate the future. So that's a way of just acknowledging it. That was that and now is now and we need to leave it in the past. Step three, align your behavior. This purely means just showing up. The way you behave is a direct reflection on your life. This step is my favorite because really it's about taking action. Manifestation is not about believing that I can have a Ferrari by next Friday sitting on the drive. But if I do want a Ferrari by next Friday, and in brackets, it's probably not going to happen. That's a bit out there. I need to take some action. So what is that action and what are the steps that I need to make to have that Ferrari? I need to have a date. I need to have the actions I'm going to do it. I'm going to have to have how much money am I going to have? Where am I going to put that money? It's Taking action. And I think this is the stage 
where a lot of people I work with either on a one-to-one or in my business growth clubs, they fault at this stage. And that's because it's about doing things. Lots of people procrastinate and don't take action. They start the action and then don't finish the action. And a lot of people need accountability to, to be able to do that. And that's fine. But for me, don't put the stuff off. There's lots around, you know, eat the frog first. There's a book called Eat the Frog, I think it's called, where you do all the stuff first thing in the day you don't really want to do. So hands up all those people who don't love doing their accounts. Hands up all those people who are really shy away from the financials and looking at the management accounts and trying to analyze them. Hands up all those people who don't like the analytics of everything you do, the numbers, you know, how many, when did they convert, how did they convert. Hands up to somebody who will just run a mile with all of that. Some people love that. And some people don't like the creative place, like coming up with ideas in marketing, which I love, or how are we going to do something different? So really, it's about taking action and having action steps and believing that you're going to achieve it. But action for me is step three is the most important thing to do. Step four, overcoming tests. On your journey, you'll have tests to overcome. Manifesting, I'm afraid, isn't a linear process. Roxy suggests in her book that you have a test diary. So what is it you really want? Think really hard about what you really want. What is the test that you're being presented with? How does it differ to what's on your vision board? Go back to your vision board. If you accepted the test, what would you need to give up? What fear is jumping in on that mind of yours? What inner critic is jumping in? What would the most empowered and confident you do right now? What would the most empowered and confident you do? With that in mind, what are you going to do? So that's in Roxy's book um, on the manifest dive deeper. Worth having a look. Step number five, gratitude. Roxy says a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Now, I've always... um, known people who write gratitude diaries. I've known people who've got gratitude jars where they put on a piece of paper every day and put it in. And then at the end of the year, they open them and read them all. I've never done a gratitude diary, but Roxy says it takes about two weeks. So I've given it a go. And I'm on about day nine, I think. And the reason I've never written it before is because what I found was I was was grateful for the same things every day. I was grateful for a roof over my head. I was grateful for my children. I was grateful for a wonderful husband. And I was grateful for the life that I led. And then the next day, it was exactly the same. I was grateful for the roof over my head. I was grateful for the life I led. It was just repetitive. But what Roxy says, which has actually made me really think, is write 20 little things that you're really grateful for. So, you know, a text or a call from a friend, that the sun is shining, that lovely cup of tea sitting outside, for your animals, for something that somebody did that was really nice, a gift that you had, or tiny, tiny little things in your day that would all add up. Roxy says do 20 before you go to bed. I struggle sometimes with 20, if I'm honest, and sometimes I get to about 12. But I think as you go through your day, if you make a mental note of all the things you're grateful for, then I think you'd be quite surprised. And I think in two weeks, your mindset will change to being a grateful mindset. Number six, which I found really interesting was about turning envy into inspiration. So we can all be envious of other people. We can all scroll on social media and go, oh, I wish I was like that. I wish I was where they were. 
they, they've got everything that I haven't got. And it's really easy for us to be envious of other people. So what we need to do is turn that into inspiration. So if they have what you want, you can have it too. And you can reach out to them and say, actually, what I think you're doing is really inspiring. I'd love to be able to do that and if, in time, a year or two years or something. I wonder if you could give me any pointers. People are really open and really honest in the main and will help you turn that envy into inspiration. And I think we're all guilty of it. And I think we probably need to just sit back and think, okay, well, if I want that, how do I get that? That's, the, that's a much stronger emotion. And step seven, which is quite interesting as well, is trusting the universe. And I mean, trusting the universe that everything you've done in this process in the six steps to get there will come back to you. And you need to trust it in manifestation that it will be manifested. And I think probably the one thing that Roxy said at Alexander Palace, which I found really interesting, is that don't be desperate because desperation will obviously put out there and manifest that you're desperate. Just take the journey and the steps along the journey. Enjoy the journey and then manifest the result. The universe will manifest it for you. And sometimes that end journey, in fact, most times that end journey, isn't the thing that's going to make you happy. We all have this, or when I get this, when I get a million pounds, when I get a nice new house, when I get a nice new car, when I do this, when I get that, is going to make you completely happy. And it's actually not. It's the steps along the way that are going to make you happier. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll feed back to me. You can DM me, email me, let me know what you think. It's because it's so out of my comfort zone. Honestly, 100% out of comfort zone. I know a lot of you will manifest and do grateful diaries and journals already. It's new to me and new to my journey because I've always been very, very goal-driven, very pragmatic and very action-driven. But the reason I like Roxy and I like the books and I like going to Alexander Palace to listen to her is because a lot of it's based around action. It's not based in woo-land, is what I would call it. And there's a place for that, absolutely. But I needed something a bit more pragmatic. Do let me know what you think, and I'd love to hear from you. Many thanks. I look forward to next week's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review on your podcast app. We do have some wonderful free resources on our website at thecutflowercollective.co.uk. We also have two free Facebook communities, which we'd love you to join. For farmers or those who want to be flower farmers, we have Cut Flower Farming, Growth and Profit in Your Business. And our other free Facebook group is Learn with the Cut Flower Collective for those starting out on their flower journey. All of the links are below. I look forward to getting to know you all.